Fundamental Belief Number 7 The Sacrifice of Jesus Christ Summary Statement God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so humans may have eternal life. In God's perfect righteousness, the penalty for our sins must be paid in full. After living a human life without sin, even though tempted in all points as we are, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died as the perfect sacrifice for all the sins of humanity. As God in the flesh and the Creator of all humanity, His death makes it possible for each person and humanity as a whole to be forgiven of their sins, released from the death penalty that comes upon us because of sin, and reconciled to God the Father. This plan of salvation for mankind existed from the foundation of the world. Now the details. Humanity, made to be in the image of God, is tainted with evil, unrighteousness, and unholiness by sin. All have sinned, disobeying God's righteous commandments, beginning with the rebellion of Adam and Eve. They have all turned aside, they have together become corrupt. There is none who does good, no, not one, wrote the psalmist. Human beings don't become tainted by inheriting original sin from Adam, but by their own personal sins. In that condition, corrupted by sin and cut off from God, they cannot share eternity with God. They are not only cut off from God, but facing the righteous judgment of God for sin, for the wages of sin is death. Yet, while all mankind deserves death, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God the Father and Christ are not only supremely holy and just, but also merciful. In their love, they have provided a way for man to be cleansed of sin and to share life in eternity with God. In God's plan to bring many sons to glory, it was foreordained that the Word would become flesh and offer His perfect sinless life as a sacrifice to serve as a ransom for many. In fact, for all sinners who accept His sacrifice and believe in Him. The guilt and corruption of mankind's sins can be justly removed through the suffering and shed blood of Jesus Christ. In order for that forgiveness to occur, a person must accept the following truths. That Jesus is the Son of God, who lived forever as God with the Father. That His shed blood and death paid in full the penalty of my sins, justifying me, cleansing me of my sins, making me guiltless in the Father's sight. That the shedding of His blood is the only way to salvation. That the shedding of His blood satisfied the penalty for my past sins. But that does not mean I am now free in God's sight to carelessly or willfully transgress God's laws in the future. That even future sins I may commit out of weakness and ignorance will be forgiven if I confess them to God, repent of them, and strive to overcome them. Without the sacrifice of Christ, each sinner's violation of God's laws would have resulted in his or her own death and staying dead forever. In Christ's perfect and willing sacrifice for our sins, God's justice and mercy are both in effect. In justice, the demand that sin brings death was satisfied. In mercy, 
The death of Christ on behalf of sinners was accepted by the Father. When we consider the awesome wonder and mercy of God in this sacrifice, it is important to realize something. It was more, far more, than just an innocent man dying in the place of a guilty man. The truth is, when we consider mankind's relationship to our Creator and God's divine justice, there is no innocent man. All other men have sinned. There was no sinless man to die for you or me to satisfy God's righteous judgment against your sin or mine. And even if there were one such man, his death could at best redeem only one other sinner from the consequences of sin. Only one life could redeem all of mankind, buying us back from death, and that was the life of God Himself in the person of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. The life of God the Creator was willingly, lovingly, and mercifully offered up. This was the ultimate way that God could demonstrate His love for His human creation, to make that sacrifice of Himself. When God made man and gave him the gift of free choice, He knew that man had the potential to fail to live perfectly. God didn't create man with perfect and holy character. That aspect of creation would take time, and with time would come failures. Therefore, the need for Christ's sacrifice was known and planned by God in advance. You were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. God in His love would not leave His human creation to inevitably fail and lose the opportunity to live forever. How awe-inspiring it is to consider that in His sacrifice, Christ came to represent to the Father all human sins and thus take on Himself our curse. God's judgment against sin. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Paul explained, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. A holy life, the life of Jesus, was ended in pain and humiliation as he took upon himself the Father's righteous wrath against all human sin through his death and being temporarily forsaken. Thus God did not compromise with his holiness. The righteous judgment of God against sin, all human sins, was fully paid by the only one who was sinless and the only one whose life was worth more than all human lives combined. But he did not remain dead. He was resurrected by the Father to be the living, intercessory Savior that forgiven sinners still need as they grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord. The resurrection of Christ was proof that He was indeed the Son of God, the only one capable of redeeming us from our own sins by His death. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. But He was resurrected. The Father did accept Christ's sacrifice for human sins, 
and thus his death does justify and spiritually cleanse all believers. In this sacrifice of the Son of God, God showed how much he loves mankind. Truly, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. To learn more about this topic, read our article on The Greatest Sacrifice Ever. Thanks for listening. For the next chapter of this booklet, continue with Episode 8 of The Fundamental Beliefs of the Church of God, a Worldwide Association.